Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Welcome back to The Spanglish Show. I am your host, Mafe, and on this podcast, we talk about the trials, tribulations, and moments of joy of being an immigrant and having to live your life in two or more languages. I am incredibly excited to be here today. It's a beautiful day in Vancouver today. The sun is shining. The birds are singing. Everything is just aligned for this to be the most perfect day. I also did something today that you guys will find out in the I guess in the next three weeks, so I cannot wait to share that with you. <laughs> so the other day I was in the shower and I had a thought. Just one day you're young and full of life and the next you get excited because you found someone on the internet that can fix your hormones and help you live a better life. <laughs> Or at least that was the case for me when I found today's guest. She is Maria Crian and she is a women's health expert, holistic nutrition and founder of Vitalia Nutrition. Her main goal as a holistic nutritionist, it is to help you rebalance your hormones through whole foods and by teaching you how to sync your lifestyle. That includes nutrition, workouts, self-care, just everything with your menstrual cycle so that you can feel freaking amazing every day. Like, how fucking powerful is this statement? Like, this is the statement that she has on her website. So, she literally helps you become more aware of what your body needs and how it works so that you can go and live your best life because the more you know the better you can be you guys like knowledge is power <laughs> so my obsession with menstrual cycle thinking started a few months ago i've been hearing about this for a while but you know what they say whoever they are the teachings are there it'll just get to you when you need it the most and where you're ready to process that information Anyway, menstrual cycle. So I was listening to this podcast. It's called Unfiltered by Ali Pinchucci. It, go and listen to it if you haven't. She's hilarious and the conversations are just amazing. Um, and she was talking about this book. It's called In the Flow by Alyssa Beattie. So I purchased it and read it. And when I say I read it, I really listened to it on Audible because audio is how I consume most of my content. And honestly, like this book is so fucking powerful. It talks about how women's bodies are, are so different than men's and how we can embrace that difference and just make it work for us. Just basically like work with our cycle because what it says in the book is that we have like we know we don't only have like a 24 hour cycle in our body. Like we also have a 28 day cycle compared to men where they only have like a 24 hour cycle. Anyway, we get a little bit more into this like on the episode. As you can see, like, I'm obviously not the expert, so that's why I invited Maria to the podcast. And on this episode, we talk about how she ended up in Canada. It is a very, very cute story, you guys. It's so cute. I love it. How she started with Vitaly Nutrition, what cycle syncing is, how are you not crazy, and it's probably your cycle, like, quote-unquote, sabotaging you, and so much more. And before you start listening to the episode, remember to share this with your friends, your family, and everyone that you know, because this is how people can find us and how we can keep... Um, all the amazing conversations going. 
other ways that you can support this podcast is by following us if you're listening on Spotify and I will be doing a giveaway and here's how you enter. So if you're in the capacity of doing so, or obviously want to enter the giveaway, rate the podcast and leave a review on Apple and you'll be entered to win an Amazon gift card. This is the first time that I'm doing this. So if you do leave a review and want to be entering the giveaway, send me a screenshot of your review and I'll announce the winner at the beginning of December. So that is it for me today. I hope that you enjoy the episode. Having a podcast is honestly so much fun. Not only you get to talk about anything you want, there's also no censorship, no character limits. It's a great way to build community. And also you get to have amazing conversations with your dream guest. Starting a podcast on the other hand, not so fun, which is why I have created a free guide that's going to teach you how to launch your very own podcast in five weeks. So make sure you click the link in the show notes to get it, or you can always DM me on Instagram at Mafe Salazar or at Mafe the VA, and I'll share the link with you. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show, Maria Korean from Battalion Nutrition. How are you today? Oh, thank you, Mafe. I'm very good. I'm very, very good. Nice. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. We're going to have so much fun and it's going to be such an amazing conversation. Um, I like to start my episodes telling my guest story. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where are you from? Um, how did you end up in Canada and all that juicy stuff? <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, so I'm, I'm originally from Mexico City. And I am currently living in Canada. I've been here for almost 10 years, actually. So, um, and the reason I'm here is because my husband is Canadian. So we met, we met while we were on a cruise and we had this long distance relationship for almost a year. And then uh, he suddenly proposed and we got married and, and I've been here since then. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a cute story <laughs> yes. that is a very summarized story of what happened but that's the reason why yeah. I'm here <laughs> <laughs> and did you know how to speak English like when you met him or how was that I did I did oh, thanks God uh, my parents had me in a bilingual school my whole life mm. so that wasn't an issue of course I he told me at the beginning I was just this proper person that spoke perfectly like uh, you know all the terms and all of that and I feel like now I can finally be like part of it because I do the slang and I, I, I'm more used to talking like a normal person yeah <laughs> so, that's I think the only difference oh yeah <laughs> yeah I, I can relate to that because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's one thing when you're when you're just like regularly talk but when you're like when you first come here, it's like everything you want them to understand you. Um, and you're trying to like, just be proper and like do all these words. And they're like, just use like regular words, like a normal person. <laughs> I know, just be normal. Yeah. <laughs> so, what has your most memorable experience, memorable experience been when it comes to um, like, like, have you had in like any language mishap that has been super funny or not really? Let me think about it. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. The only kind of like oops moment that I really had, um, it was on written. So it was like at the beginning of my business and I was writing an email and suddenly, you know, sometimes you have like um, some like mistakes here and there, but I wrote zero as with a Z. 
because in Spanish we write zero with Z E R O, you know. So um, I wrote it with a Z instead of a Z. And uh, yeah, like some person like replied me, you're in Canada, it is with Z. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my sorry God. for that. <laughs> but since then I have it very clear that it's with a Z, <laughs> you know? Like, and obviously, you know, when you're like with two languages, it's just, like, yeah. sometimes it just gets mixed, right? So I think it's kind of like me, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, do you speak, like, do you use Spanish on, on a regular basis or? I not like when I'm in Canada no I'm mostly 99% English when I speak to my parents I was obviously do it in Spanish which I do every day and to Kingston my dog he's bilingual so sometimes I speak to him in Spanish sometimes I speak to him in English so sometimes you know like I do mix it <laughs> <laughs> I, I do that too like I speak in I, I speak to Abby in like any any language that comes out of my mouth first you know <laughs> It's depending what you're thinking in the moment. It just, it just comes out. <laughs> yeah, even her commands are like I do them in Spanish sometimes, sometimes in English. It's like it's super funny. <laughs> I know. I just love it because they're so smart that they get it all. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and this is a new question and something that I want to start asking people because, like, obviously, being an immigrant sometimes can be a struggle. Mm. But what is your favorite part about being an immigrant? Well, that's a good question. Okay, so what's my favorite part? I feel like my favorite part is that I have two homes, really. So um, here, I feel at home when I'm here. Obviously, my life is here with like my husband, my dogs, you know. But when I go back to Mexico, I have a home there too. So I never feel out of place. And I feel, I don't know if that like, has to do with your um, question, but Yeah, I think that that's the cool part of being an immigrant. And also you, you always have a story to tell, like why you're here or like what's been something like happened to you, whether it's funny, where it has been like maybe not too funny. I don't know. There's always like a story behind that. So I think those two things would be my favorite part of being an immigrant. That's such an amazing answer. Oh, good. <laughs> I love that answer. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> And... um. So you have two homes and you're obviously your life is here and and you mentioned your business when you were when we were talking about the languages mishaps and stuff um but how is Vitaly Nutrition born? So okay so when I first met Chris Apuchins he's my husband I had just graduated school right so like he kind of all started since then because I kind of graduated from school started working with some nutritionists back in back, back at Mexico. I'm a dietitian. So I started working with some dietitians, all that. Then I met Chris. And then I realized that I was going to be traveling back and forth and he was going to be visiting. So I wasn't going to be able to have the time I wanted. So I decided to first open my business there, which it was not even Vitalia Nutrition. It was completely different, but it was my first practice, you know? So I started with that. And then long story short, I moved here for the longest time. I couldn't do anything related to my career because, you know, as an immigrant, that's a big struggle. Um, translating all your credentials and saying like what, you know, it's a long, long process. So at the beginning, I couldn't do it. And I, I ended up being in different places at different times that led me to where I am now. So I remember I was with these ladies saying about like what I could do, like with my credentials and all that and she's like honestly you have all the knowledge why don't you just start your own business 
like here's like your nutritionist here like blah 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 and I'm like okay that's a good idea so I've always had the entrepreneur in me so I'm like okay let's just do the ECM obviously it's been like a bumpy road too because like you start here nobody knows you language barrier you know and then um and then it's just like <laughs> these things that I decided to open an office and because nobody knew me nobody went you know and it was like oh my god and then I was like no I need to step this up so I ended up uh, becoming a holistic nutritionist certified in Canada and then from there Vitalian Nutrition was born so I decided I wanted to focus online thanks God before the pandemic so my whole uh, model of business was online and uh, that's like pretty much how it, it was born again like very different situations very very long <laughs> road but that's where I am now <laughs> <laughs> oh god and I feel that you have such a beautiful Instagram page and that you give all the best tips about um, cycle thinking PMS and all of this amazing stuff about women's health. And I myself, like I became aware um, of cycle thinking because I started reading a book called In the Flow. I don't okay. know if you've heard of it. No. Um, I'm going to read it for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It, it literally like tells you everything. So it's, well, I didn't read it. I listened to it. <laughs> okay, good, good. Because <laughs> audio content is my jam, obviously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and like after that, it's just been like me trying to learn more about that. So what made you want to focus on women's health and cycle thinking and or seat cycling I, I don't know I, everything. it's like it's everything yeah enlighten us in everything <laughs> well women's health I've always been interested because I'm always been the type of person that I tell my the people like the women I work with is like the more you know about your body the more you can figure out stuff the more you can stop putting these band-aids and actually get to the root cause of what's actually happening to your body right so I, I obviously my practice with me has transitioned a bit um but what got me really really obsessed with kind of like cycle sensing and like seat cycling and all that is because I realized and even though I was a nutritionist and I had been for a long time I realized that my whole life I've had a hormonal imbalance right and it was since right after I got my period, you know, usually you get your period, you're a little irregular until it finally adjusts and you keep going. And it usually takes about a year. For me, I was in university and I was still not regular, you know? So um, obviously I went to the doctor. What's the first thing they told me? Take the birth control pill. That's going to fix it all, right? And you like, you're like, yeah, university. But um, again, it was kind of different in my path in there. So I'm like, I never put two and two together I was just taking the pill whatever you know I left it I was super disorganized um I was like okay yeah there's no point for these and I was a regular for the longest time and uh obviously you start seeing that that has consequences eventually and that's what I was like no I need to get to the root cause of what caused that in the first place and why I'm feeling this way why am I getting these migraines you know so putting the two and two together that's what got me really really in sync with like okay, this happens every month, but I don't know if I explained this right, but it's like, as women, we never get explained exactly what happens every month. They tell you at school, you're going to get your period. It's going to last between 28 days, 32 days. And then you have to wear a pad, <laughs> you know, like a pad and like, <laughs> that's it. You just, yeah. You know? Go be successful in life. <laughs> Figure exactly. it out on your own, basically. Exactly. And they yeah. tell you, okay, 
these hormones change. That's where your mood changes. That's why your hunger levels change. That's why these changes. And then you start getting into that. And then once you understand that, once you start syncing your nutrition, your lifestyle, yourself or your workout with that period, then your hormonal imbalances start slowly falling back into place, like start kind of correcting themselves. And part of that, um, as you mentioned, was seed cycling. So um, that's been a huge thing in my practice and uh, I've tried it and it has made a big, big difference in my life and in my hormones. Wow. (laughs) So what's the difference between um, seed cycling and cycle thinking, or is it the same thing? It's kind of same thing, but different. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't answer anything. So, okay. um, Cycle sensing is like pretty much, as I mentioned, like, can you, can you tune your life with your cycle? So let's say at the beginning of the month, um, you know, you do, you eat these things, you practice these workouts, you do these, that's sinking your life to your cycle. And seed cycling is eating certain seeds and, um, throughout the month to support each phase of your cycle. So it kind of like, you know, goes hand in hand, but there are kind of two different practices. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. (laughs) It's actually pretty cool. (laughs) I think it's, it's like super, super cool and amazing that you, because I feel that with this, you get, you get to be so aware of what happens in your body. And that obviously like makes you so powerful because you can excel at everything in life, basically. Mm-hmm. um when you do this and like this is why like I became like so obsessed with this and, and, and then that's why I like reach out to you I was like you need to be on my podcast please <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it, it is crazy and a part I forgot to say within all this like how I noticed like my hormones were so affected was like every month I felt like I had two personalities you know like yeah. every month maybe at the beginning I was like super creative I wanted to do everything with the business I had this idea for this video this content blah, blah, you know everything was coming up and then from one day to another I would don't want to leave bed I'm like I was super uninspired I'm like do I really have to work you know like kind of like this feeling that I'm like something is happening because this is not normal <laughs> <laughs> so again that's when, when you understand and we start implementing all the right foods all the seed cycling and all the things to support your menstrual cycle then these changes don't have to be that drastic you will still feel them and you have to honor your body throughout the phases but it's not gonna be in the way of your life you know and you're not gonna be this frustrated person which you're like i'm lazy af but before i was super active you know like i don't <laughs> know what's up with you that's why too it's so important and I feel like obviously as women like that is so important because like sometimes society like can label us as crazy because of of our mood swings and like all of that stuff and like obviously like all the problems that 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 come with that and and do you feel like this is how like how you help women um like obviously like become aware of their bodies but also like to accept themselves in a way Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, because it, these like changes that we go throughout the month, not the guys don't get it, yeah. you know, like that, like, and it's very easy to judge someone, even between us 
girls, it's very easy to judge someone because of their mood or how they answer you or, you know, like when people tell you, oh, you're hormonal, which is the worst part in the world because like (laughs) your brain really shifts and it's not that you're hormonal, but really when you are closer to your period, your brain changes in a way that you are more receptive to stuff and you're more sensitive to stuff when in a good way, you know, but people take it as bad because maybe you're being more honest or more like, you know, you get mad easier with things that maybe before they don't bug you, but they actually do, you know? So, um, so that's how I help women guide them that, okay, whatever you're feeling, it's normal at certain point, right? Because they're also really, um, women that are like their hormones are all over the place. So these, um, all these feelings and emotions kind of get enhanced. And I always say when they start getting in the way of your life, on your relationships, on your work, like where they start interfering in a bigger scale, then that's when you need to take action even before that happens. But some people push it to the limit, you know? So that's when you need to really check your hormones, check your balance because um, there might be something off there. So interesting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, interesting because like everything is like related to food basically like what you eat in in how you treat your body like every like every every time of the month um so I we had like a couple of people send questions um so I'm gonna read those to you and see Um, so one of them was what if I don't get a period can I see can I still um seed cycle and that is an absolute yes so um, when you don't get a period, whether you are um, birth control or you name it, or you're like, you haven't gotten in a while, like um, you can go through the lunar cycle, which is actually pretty cool. It's another thing that I love, like our bodies are in sync with the moon phases. So when you don't get a cycle, then what you can do for the first phase, which is the follicular phase, it would go from the new moon to the full moon. And that's where you do the seeds for the follicular phase. And then for your luteal phase, after the new, the full moon, then you start until the new moon again. And that's your 28 days. And that's how you can do the seed cycling and practice the seed cycling when you don't have a period. So it's actually pretty cool. Wow. That is amazing. Like I didn't know that it was, it was connected to the, to the. Yeah. Now from now on check, when you get your period, check what moon it is. Because then like, again, some people, some people get it in the full moon, some people in the new one, there's a whole story behind that too. But check, um, when do you get it? And usually the next moon, that's your, going to be your ovulation, your fertile days, and that's how it goes. So, but for people that don't get a period and don't know when they get it, they kind of, the rule is follicular phase, new moon to full moon, and then luteal phase, full moon to new moon. That yeah. is so awesome. That is so awesome. I know, I'm actually going to cool. check after Yes, it's around that day or around like plus one, two days, but it's yeah. always around that moon and you'll see. Oh, interesting. I think I'm like, there was a, like, there was a new moon recently, right? Yes, I think it was like two days ago or something. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that was so interesting. I and, know. Um, another one of the questions that came up was, why do I always crave chocolate before and during my period? Honestly, for me, I crave chocolate all day every day like 365 <laughs> days of the year uh, I love this question too and funny story I literally just recorded an IGTV that's going to come up in like a couple of weeks about the chocolate cravings 
but it is actually as a super summarized um, answer. It's actually pretty cool because I always say that cravings are the Morse code of our body, right? And our body is so wise that it creates chocolate because cacao is one of the highest um, sources of magnesium out there. So that's why your body creates chocolate because that magnesium supports your luteal phase, which is mostly closer to your period, right? So um, the luteal and the menstrual phase get supported by magnesium and that's why you crave it. And you crave it too because I, what I've noticed, uh, most of the people I work with are deficient in magnesium and also Western diet has those like more deficient in magnesium. So that's why you crave it more and that's, that's why that happens because your body needs it to, in order to support that phase. That magnesium is really good to help with the migraines and related to period problems. It's also really good for cramps to help you relax. You know, it's just like all these um, things that are linked to that chocolate. <laughs> chocolate is only like good things. <laughs> oh, chocolate is the best. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, good things comes when chocolate is involved. And I have a running joke with my friends, and I say that. Well, like this is not the kind of chocolate you should probably be eating. But if I if chocolate cake was like a person, then I would probably marry it and oh, like, yeah. let it go. <laughs> I totally hear you. <laughs> we would be fighting over it. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's okay because like everyone can make like their own like chocolate cake. Like you know, like how people like exactly you like your favorite kind of chocolate cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. You know what? Yeah, and funny. You, well, it's good that you mentioned it. Yeah mostly like if you're going to be eating chocolate to support that magnesium then i usually suggest 70 percent up my ideal would be 100 percent cacao but i know for a lot of people that's very bitter especially if you like milk chocolate so um it, it would be slowly starting in getting to the 70 to 100 um, percent and if the cravings are really really intense and they don't go away then um, um magnesium supplement would be um, a good way to go oh interesting Mm-hmm. Well, now you know, guys, like take your magnesium, <laughs> however way you like it. I will continue to consume chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I love chocolate. So you can never go wrong with a dark chocolate. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so another question then came up was, um, I just came off the pill and my hormones are all over the place. Oh my God. How, what can I do to feel better? Okay, so, okay, the, the pill does affect a lot, a lot of things. But the one thing you can start right now, because everybody's different and the pill affects everybody different. So it's hard to give just one kind of like, you know, like one solution. But one solution that is the best is to seed cycling. If you came right, just came off the pill, then seed cycling. And I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I have a complete guide that is completely free. Uh, for seed cycling i'll let you know the link below if you like yes. so you can link it if Everything you want, but, <laughs> yes so um it's a thing you can start doing in order to to help you get through that kind of post bct feel mm-hmm. oh my god amazing amazing well yeah everything will be linked in the show notes um for everyone that wants the free guide for for seed cycling i will definitely get it <laughs> <laughs> It's very easy, straightforward, and honestly, it's so good to start oh, practicing that. Awesome. So, like one of the things that that um it's it's kind of overwhelming for me. Um, and this is like my own question for like cycle and like seed um cycling. Mm-hmm. Um 
how do you plan your meals? Because like, depending on like the phase that you are of your period, you have to like eat different, different things to like support that phase, like, right? So yes. how do you plan your meal? Because I feel that all the, all the foods like are different for like every period. So like, do you go grocery shopping like every week or do you have a <laughs> list of things that like you eat like all the time or how does it work? No, I actually do have a list of things that I eat all the time. Um, mostly like I try to kind of do the foods that are going to support, um, you know, like for like my main meal, it's kind of going to be around the same thing throughout the month with the exception of the, I call them the add-ons, you know? So for example, like, um, let's say I'm going to have salmon. Salmon's really good overall for you. Right. So let's say, um, on the follicular phase, I'm going to have salmon. What can I do to support that? avocado because avocado is a good it supports that follicular phase you know so that's something i can do or then i can eat some almonds and nutritional yeast because they're full of b vitamins that support that follicular phase then around my ovulation time it's very important to support the liver so still my milk can be the same but i drink dandelion root tea because that supports the liver you know and that's how i support that phase and then for the luteal phase let's say like I, again, I have whatever I want. Usually I try to do more like a plant-based um, the week before my period and my period. So that's the luteal phase. So I know it's going to be plant-based. So, and I add some fresh ginger, which is really good for that, supporting that phase. Or for example, I add some ashwagandha, which is very calming and relaxing too, and helps helps you go through that luteal phase without killing someone. <laughs> <laughs> you know so things like that um again it's just like the basic meal but then I add these like superfoods or these add-ons um just to support that base so it's not super complicated <laughs> that is so amazing I, I I I definitely need to try it and like I need to be more organized when it comes to grocery shopping but I think it's definitely doable <laughs> yeah as I said always have your base foods and then you can add on top of that super easy that's, that's an amazing way to view it for sure. Um, and another question that we have, and I guess like it comes to like with, it comes with the, um, goes back to the question of the chocolate. Um, someone asked, how do you control your cravings during PMS? Okay. So that's another great question. So as I said, chocolate is very common, very normal throughout PMS. When your cravings are kind of out of control and then you're craving a lot of things then that may mean that you may have a blood sugar imbalance because blood sugar imbalances kind of manifest this way they give you a lot of cravings especially carbs and sugar and how you identify if those cravings that are out of control for your pmas um if it's linked to a blood sugar imbalance is by if you Thinking if you get hangry in between meals. So if you're like super hungry and you get mad at people because you haven't eaten, that's a blood sugar imbalance. If you like have brain fog, that's another thing. And another important thing is the 3 p.m. crashes. You know, when you like your energy, like you have no energy left and it's just like 3 p.m. crash and your eyelids are like barely staying open. That's when you notice it's more related to blood sugar imbalance. And when it's, or maybe they're not all month, and if it's like 
just throughout that week. Then they, I have also, I'll, I'll send you, I have a post on what you can eat if you have like salty cravings, because it might be that you're dehydrated and that's why you're craving those chips and all that. So you can give your body some electrolytes and things like that, you know? So that's kind of like a cheat sheet I have that I can, I can send to you for sure. But, but it, it's very important to be aware if it's a blood sugar imbalance, because that's kind of the mother of all the hormonal imbalances that happen in our body. So. Wow. Yeah. That is so amazing. I just like, I just find it amazing how, how like your body just like gives you like the symptoms of the things that you should be doing. And then we just like decide to ignore it. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't like, necessarily like decide to ignore it, but we like, we were never really taught how to like, how to basically like love our bodies and like how to like be good to our bodies. Yeah, how to well, listen to them. You yeah. Know? Like, they're yeah. very wise, very, very wise. And the thing is, as you mentioned, like we like kind of adopt these symptoms, right? We're like, oh, I'm used to feeling like this, so it's normal, you know? But it's yeah. like, not really normal all the time, you know? Or like, oh, I'm just gonna take a pill to get it over with. And yeah. it's like, no, <laughs> you get to put those and see what's happening. <laughs> Yeah. That pisses me off so much. It's like, oh yeah. Like the pill is going to solve like all your problems. Just like go on the pill again. And I'm like, no, yeah. like, no there's other ways. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this has been such an amazing conversation. I am obsessed with your work. Um, how can people work with you? How can you make women's life better? <laughs> well, they can always contact me. I always offer a free cycle assessment because I do like seeing like if they're the right fit for me, for how I work and I am the right fit for them. So I don't want people wasting their money or their time. So I offer these free cycle assessments and we can go from there. Um, I can send you the link to um, if they want to book that. It's half an hour where we deep dive into everything, cycle health and everything that's going on in their bodies to give next steps. So that's basically how like the starting point from what can come next. Okay. And then do you like offer like private um, consultations online? Yes, or, yes or- I do. Everything is online, private consultations, 100%, 100% personalized to their problem and to what's happening. And I work a lot with like whole foods, like pretty much just whole foods. And in some cases, because sometimes as I was saying about the magnesium, for example, some supplementation, um, but everything's natural, nothing crazy, no crazy diets and, you know, like those type of things. No. It's just basically learn how to eat to support your cycle. And that's pretty much support your life. Oh my God, that's so amazing. And last but not least, where can people find you? Well, I'm always hanging out on Instagram. You know that. (laughs) (laughs) But Vitalia.nutrition. I also have Pinterest where I see like kind of like all valuable information that I think people should know about. So that's a good spot. Um, I got my email, um, info at vitalnutrition.com. And uh, where else? Like everywhere. Pretty much Instagram is the thing I use the most. Yeah. yeah. I think Instagram <laughs> is where we live our lives, like today. <laughs> honestly, honestly, people can text me through iMessage, WhatsApp. I barely like see, but if they text me on Instagram, I'm like answering, you know, <laughs> I'm all there. <laughs> just as mine heard the aims are always open so if you have more questions please just go to vitalia.nutrition all of the links i will leave them um in the show notes so please be sure to check those out and again Maria, thank you thank you so much for joining me in the spanglish show today 
Oh, thank you for having me here, Mafe. It was like really cool. And I know I can talk about these forever. <laughs> it was really nice. It was really nice to hang out with you too. That is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for deciding to spend your time with me. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with your friends, family, and everyone you know so that we can continue the conversation and we can continue growing as a podcast. All the links, resources, and everything mentioned in the episode is linked in the show notes, so be sure to check those out. Until next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.